0: Hey this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by.
0: Hello and welcome to the 359th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Sandy, uh, I know we've talked a whole lot about covid and and i've talked a little bit about gordon and daycare and such but we've got some like weirdness going on with his school and closures or what should like what should result in closures so just to kind of i mean i'm I'm sure most people know right but like when it comes to covid and, and schools they don't shut down the entire school when some when a kid tests positive for covid but what they'll do is they'll inform the school and basically any classroom Or any student who comes in close proximity or who is, I guess, however they determine who comes in close proximity with the student who tested positive is basically, um, told to stay at home for, I think they say, I think it's like five days now. And you have to produce a negative COVID uh, test at that fifth day mark. And if you test negative, then you can come back in on the sixth day. Now it was actually that I think that's the current guideline in the past. It was like two weeks. Well, they don't really do that whole classroom shutdown thing anymore apparently. So this is now this week this is for the second time in the last I want to say 2 months because as you know um Gordon there was a another there was a third case. There the first for uh that, you know for us there was a kid who tested positive for COVID um back in either October or November kid tested positive um and Gordon had to stay home for two full weeks. I and remember that. Yeah. So since then, about a month ago, maybe two months ago now, a kid tested positive in the, yeah, it's probably like a month ago. Kid tested positive in, um, so the, at Gordon's Daycare, the classrooms, um, each classroom is connected with another classroom. They share the same mm-hmm. bathroom. They actually will sh- kind of share resources. So like teachers at times will kind of float between the two different classrooms. So um, while Gordon's classroom officially is supposed to have two teachers there are actually um, four teachers who kind of watch over the kids and um, again you know they're they're kind of floating between the two classrooms although they'll primarily be located in, in the one that they're that they're assigned to so that also means that the kids also come into a close proximity with the children of the other classroom so Gordon is in one class and um, in the morning before all the kids show up, they often, um, all the kids from the two classrooms will be spending time together. They'll all be in together in one, in one classroom until 9 a.m. when everyone shows up and then they split apart. And then at about like 4.30, 5 p.m., they also merged classrooms again. So we got a notice on Thursday this week that there was a positive COVID test for one of the students in the other classroom. So, again, Gordon's sister classroom, not his primary class. But, again, mm-hmm. with that said, you know, based off of everything I've been saying over the last two minutes, we already know that Gordon comes into close proximity with pretty much all the children from both classes. And mm-hmm. we were told that – so, like, we were thinking, oh, shoot, like, Gordon's going to have to come home stay home for however many many days. Turned out that the kid actually stopped coming to class on Friday. And I think he, because I guess his parents suspected that he was sick, could potentially have COVID. So they kept him home. And then they let us know on Thursday that there was a positive COVID uh, COVID case. And they basically told us that based off the timeline, the students who came in close proximity were going to have to go home. And had to produce a positive or a negative COVID test before they could return, which their five-day mark was then that next, was was the following day on Friday. So yeah. they they determined that, that Gordon was not in close proximity, so he wasn't even, he didn't have to abide by any of these rules. It was basically like, hey, just a heads up, this is a situation that's happened next door, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have to worry about it. And that's the whole thing that's kind of confusing to me, <laughs> that I spent like four minutes building up. To explaining I don't actually understand how they were able to determine that Gordon didn't come into close proximity with this other kid who again they share a lot of resources they spend time together um, in the in the morning in the afternoon I also or I also don't know who the kid was so I guess there's technically the possibility that the kid maybe comes in half the day maybe say like from 10 to three and if that's the case then yeah it's pro- it's probable that Gordon was never a part of these um his classroom didn't merge with with the other classroom, and therefore he unlikely came into close contact with this kid. Nevertheless, it's still a little bit concerning because Gordon started showing symptoms of having a cold, and what you know, colds, cold like symptoms could very much be like flu like symptoms, or very much could be like COVID like symptoms. Oh yeah. So um, we we were a little bit concerned. Um, thankfully, we did get some of the at home COVID tests so nice. we actually never got the ones from the usps although i'd sign up for that like the first day that you could i actually haven't received those yet but no, they're back ordered haven- i'm
1: sure we got yeah, exactly. we got them okay. we got them but it was like many many weeks later so like yeah. uh, thankfully carolyn and i went on a were able to find them in the city and so we weren't necessarily waiting on those but i can understand if you were waiting on those you're going to be waiting for quite a while
0: yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So I know I can get some from my office. I actually haven't gone through the process yet to, to to get them. But Lena was able to easily sign up through her office and she already received them. So we gave we gave Gordon a COVID test and it, it turned out negative. Um, We'll probably have to give him another one before school tomorrow. But like giving him a giving giving a baby a COVID test is extremely difficult. He freaks out. He can't oh, scan yeah. anything being in his nose and it's like you're torturing him it's effectively what you're doing you have well, to like, you hold, hold him, him down him, so. <laughs> you got to like hold him down hold his arms keep his head straight like it, it's brutal um but yeah thankfully it came out negative um and like it's not even so right now it's not even so much like concerns of us getting sick of of him you know you know whatever getting like severely sick it's right now it's honestly just a sick the matter of the, the the inconvenience that it would be if we would have to keep him home for two weeks um you know trying to be productive and get things done especially right now like he 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 can entertain himself to some degree but he really does crave a lot of like attention and hands-on attention um to you know, for entertainment to get by, to get through the day. And That's fine on the weekends, but yeah, when you're trying to like get things done for work, when you got meetings, when you got projects and deadlines, it's tough. Like my boss, like everyone's cool with it. They would, they would completely understand, but that doesn't negate the fact that there are things that I still want to get done. Right. So, um, yeah, for now, hopefully, hopefully it stays negative, but yeah, dealing, dealing with Gordon when he's sick is a bit frustrating because he is so like normal, except he can't stop sneezing he can't stop like sniffling getting like like sneezing in your face it's it's almost certain that either i or both lane and i will will end up sick with a cold in the next couple in, in the next few days and he's oh, just happy no. as a clam just doing his own thing but th- like it doesn't knock him out the way it does like you know when you even even with just a cold you still feel like tired you don't feel like yourself and 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 then trying to like deal with at this point a healthy and not sit gordon would be uh it becomes a bit more challenging cuz he's just like hey play with me do stuff with me and you just want to like sit around and do nothing so yeah anyhow, that's uh it's kind of my update
1: yikes um is that something you would do to um like reach out to the administration like the school administration to figure out what's going on
0: yeah, we could. <laughs> we certainly could. Like what, what's changed? Um, I like, I don't think they're being like disingenuous or, or like trying to like skirt around any rules. I just think that guidelines have changed since. and but like it, it's really just like a matter of how do you determine how much contact a two- year old had with another two year old. You know like when, I, when Gordon when I pick him up at the end of the day and like, oh, say bye to everybody, sometimes he wants to give other kids a hug. And like, you know, he'll he'll walk up to a kid and give him a big old hug and like it's cute, but at the same time it's like, yo, you know, give him their space, son. Like, you yeah. know. And and they do that type of stuff all the time. You know, they 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 touch their face, they touch other items, yeah. Then the other kids come and pick up those same items. Like they're don't they do not they do not they just don't understand hygiene and germs the way that, that adults do. So to me it's like you know, out, an, out of an abundance of precaution, it would be like, oh, of course, you got to, like, you, you got to, like, send everyone home. But the school obviously is running into, like, money issues, too. I know that. I know that much. Um, like, there was a period of time um, at the beginning of, of the year, of the, the beginning of this year, where they had to they had to, um, shrink their operating hours. So they had to like, I can't, remember, I don't know exactly what they did or like how, you know, what, how it works behind the scenes for their books. But basically the, the daycare is only open from nine to five. So you couldn't bring your kid any earlier and you couldn't be any later than that to pick up your kid at the end of the day. And I think that was to help kind of, you know, get their, um, get their bottom line in, in order a bit because, Times are hard. Like, you know, every, every single time they have to shut the classroom down, you got to prorate people. So you shut down a whole classroom. That's like, you know, 10, 10 ish families who are not paying that month and teachers who aren't get, getting paid, but you still have staff, you know, who would do work it, within those classrooms who were coming into work, who didn't have to quarantine and, uh, you got to pay them. But now you're, you have, you know, reduced income on, on their, their end. So I don't know. It's, a uh, it ain't easy. Um, I, I hope that, I hope that these, uh, the rules are, are not any less safe than they were before, but so far I would say at least, you know, it's worked out for us. You know, the last time that the, the, the class was shut down or sorry, not the class was shut down. The last time there was a positive case, it didn't affect Gordon. And, and, um, I'm hopeful that, that it's the same this time too.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not that uh, we're suggesting that they are skirting the rules, but you just want to confirm, like, what yeah. were how were they able to determine yeah. uh, these certain things. Right. Uh, and so I hear you on that. I hear you.
0: Right. Yeah, because the other classroom didn't shut down either. The last time the whole class, the other classroom did shut down completely, but this time it's only a few kids who were out, not the full class. So,
1: okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, well, uh, if you hand it off to me, essentially, I can tell you that we're we're at the five yard line, with uh with waiting for uh a determination on if our bid was selected. Uh, okay. And so, just to just to let's just really quickly do an episode recap of where we were before, and then we'll sort of. S- get back to to where we are right now so sounds good last week literally seven days ago uh we had looked at a place on the upper west side that we really liked enough that after 20 units uh we said you know what why don't we uh why don't we think i'll put an offer in and so our the buyer's agent went and started running comps and, you know, speaking to the seller's agent to figure out what kind of offer to put in. And initially she said that, you know what, let's put an offer a little bit lower and then work our way up. Like, great. Right. And when Monday rolled around, she called us, she go, Hey, listen, they already have two offers. Um, the offer that's below asking, they're not considering. Now I don't know if that <laughs> okay. means, uh, they aren't considering and won't allow that particular party to submit a second offer or if it was just like, Hey, no, we're straight. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Um, and I I couldn't like,
0: they're so insulted. They don't want to hear from you ever again.
1: I mean maybe, but when she, when she said that they weren't being considered, I just didn't know whether that meant no more I'll say. And then there was one that was over asking. Uh, and at this point they were all they were both financed. Uh, offer so no one had put in an all cash offer yet so we're like all right great let's uh all right well we you know originally we thought the range of this bidding thing would get really high and um now that we know that the floor of this is coming up a little bit let's uh let's put in an offer let's put an official offer in so we put an official offer in and then I wanna say two days later we get an update that uh not only have two additional offers come in But one of them is all cash. And Mm. I guess for those who don't know what an all cash offer means, it means that they don't require any sort of mortgage or bank financing. So they themselves should have enough money in their own bank account to cover um, the entire list price when it comes to uh, at close, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so like normally, quick, I know we talked, we
0: yeah. mentioned it before, but the the benefit of that for a seller is that. When it comes to getting things financed there are a variety of aspects or a variety of ways in which a mortgage company could decide to back out of a Mm -hmm. of of an accepted offer you know if there's an appraisal that's done and the home it turns out that the home isn't worth as much as the um the offer the mortgage company could basically say we're not going to give you a mortgage for that much money and it would then be on you as a buyer to come up with that difference or to back out entirely so the seller would be more inclined to take the offer from an all cash offer because that you know there's a lot less risk involved for something falling through after um, accepting an offer
1: absolutely and so people generally like to deal with people who are all cash because the money also clears way faster Um, a lot of other things that can benefit the seller so yeah that's that's wednesday and then on thursday uh, we get a note that says, well, we're all still in it. They're going to ask okay. for best and final offers on by Saturday at noon. Uh, and so best and finals essentially everyone gets one last shot to put literally their best and final offer in. And uh, then the seller agent will take all of it, review it with the sellers and they pick a party and then that party sort of gets to move <laughs> forward with it and they essentially enter into, you know, there's like a five business day area where the, uh, the buying party will have their attorney. It's a real estate attorney. It's very common to hire a real estate attorney in New York City, especially if you're purchasing a co-op to review the co-op board meeting minutes, go through the financials to see if the building is healthy enough. And then all of that is, all of that due diligence can be done before you sign a contract. Once you sign a contract, 10% has to go in. Uh, and essentially, it means that you know you're you're sort of in. You've got sort of skin in it. Not that you didn't have skin in it before, but now if <laughs> for whatever reason the buyer party decides that they don't want the place anymore, outside of any contingencies, uh, the sellers uh, the seller party can essentially take that 10 percent and then relist. It's 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 meant to just be a uh, hey, don't you wasted our time. Uh, we could have sold this. Uh, We could have dealt with someone that was a little bit more you know, on the up and up or able and willing. Uh, And so that's that. Um, We haven't heard anything back yet. I wish there was a a more real sort of finale update to this, whether it was good or bad. Uh, But it's been a crazy week in terms of the amount of phone calls and the amount of back and forth and the amount of mental space this thing sort of takes up. Um, I didn't expect it. I thought that a, you know, an update call wouldn't take that long. And the phone calls themselves don't take a long time, but it's, you know, you have to pay attention on the call. You have to take, I take all these notes. It basically takes stenographer like notes. Anytime uh, a call like this occurs, Carol and I review the notes. Uh, we, we determine what our next steps are. So there's a lot of like in the moment homework that'll appear. And, um, and so that was, that was this last week. Uh, I understand that it is highly, highly, highly unlikely to be one and done in this scenario. I know that. I also know it's highly, highly, highly unlikely to beat an all-cash offer. Even mm-hmm. if they potentially may be coming in a little under our offer. We'll see. Yeah, that's um, kind of what I'm
0: curious, actually, because when you said that, when you told me earlier this week that that that, there were, that an all-cash offer came in, I actually assumed that the offer was accepted, and that was the end of it. But I feel like, yeah, if it's an all-cash offer, but they're still considering other people, there's a chance that maybe the all-cash offer was, was under, and maybe it would benefit them to go with a, with a financed offer because it's just that much more.
1: Right, right, and so... Well uh I wish I could I wish I could find out. I'm sure if we lose, we'll know what the offer went for. because uh, uh, i that'll get listed yeah. at some point. But I also understand that in this market and the market since twenty twenty, uh the average number of offers that people are putting in are anywhere between four and eight offers. Um and so what's nice is and I and I brought this up last week that We are still early in the process. And by early in the process, I just mean early in our own timeline. The lease of our current two-bedroom apartment that we rent is not up until November 30th. Seeing as how you and I are talking on Feb 13, we've got more than enough time. But what we've also been doing in that time is to get a very, very intimate view of the market uh done all the legwork on all of the units that have been sitting for like 100 plus days the ones that nobody wants we've seen them all and so now we have a much more discernible eye you know regarding any new listing that comes up it would be fantastic if we could get this one i think this has checked the most amount of boxes uh and checked some pretty serious boxes that normally have uh I don't want to see a binary relationship with each other where it's like, if you have this, you most likely won't have that. It's just highly, uh, it's a highly popular occurrence if we pick the neighborhood, we don't get the creature comforts that we'd like. You know, last week that I said, uh, Upper West Side has way more pre-war buildings and pre-war buildings mean no central air. Uh, You know, a lot of the, you know, as we live in the year 2022, things that we're really used to are in newer buildings and then newer buildings tend to be on the Upper East Side just because of the way the the city sort of developed. Uh, Upper West Side is older money, Upper East Side is newer money. And that's not to say that like, you know, Park Avenue, Madison Avenue, Lexington Avenue are like, you know, they are nice because they certainly are uh, very, very nice places, very old money, but just the predominant uh, number of co-ops that are on the Upper West Side tend to be, uh, a little bit like just way older, and so um, when we saw the place in question that we put an offer in, we were like, oh my goodness, a post-war building, so a building built after World War II, uh, that has all the modern creature comforts I are interested in. You know, uh, it wasn't even like you know, imagine putting like a ginormous amount of money down, but still needing to have your windows open to support an AC unit. Is it the end of the world? No. Is it something you want? No. And so that, that, those those are the things that we're, uh, we're around back and forth, and uh, we still haven't heard anything from our agent. Uh, apparently, the seller's agent is going to be uh, reviewing all this stuff with um, with the you know selling party sometime today. Uh, and so when I find out, uh, I will certainly let you know, and we'll uh, we'll proceed forward. And uh, it, it seems like at this point, it'll most likely just. Uh, people are gonna have to wait for the update next week
0: i'm sure they're uh to be very upset about that
1: yeah it'd be nice it'd be nice if we got this one but uh totally understand it it would totally understand if we don't
0: yeah no i hear you um Yeah. the this So I I was going to mention this last week and it kind of like slipped my mind, but there was a phrase that Lena and I were using a lot to each other when we were looking at homes because we were like mentally moving into homes, despite the fact that we hadn't even like put an offer in anywhere yet. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I can't wait for, you know, well, like this would be really exciting to do, you know, X, Y, Z, or this is like a really great, um, like the, the yard is fantastic. It'd be great for Gordon and all these other things. And and then like if the house slips away or something happens, you know, the the, the other home that we were kind of in and out on before, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like you we had like mentally moved in and then like if it slips away that you kind of like, all right, moving on. And then there's a glimmer of hope where it's like within grasp again and then it slips away yet again. It's like it's super it's like emotionally frustrating and disappointing when, when that happens and especially after you put in all this legwork for this single place to have it possibly slip away is, um, is a bit frustrating, but yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful for you. I'm hopeful for you and Carolyn, because that'd be really exciting. I mean, all that, all that work to, to, to finally pay off to kind of be out of this whole, like just back and forth, this research, the, the viewings and everything, but oh yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. Don't, uh, but yeah, don't, don't be discouraged if, if it doesn't work out because, I, I, I know it's it's more work that you have to do, but you will you will find a place that you like soon enough. Um, so
1: yeah, I mean, the game is the game, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you certainly went through it with Lena in a much harder way in terms of being remote and having to fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't sucks. imagine the disappointment when you uh, spend a weekend flying someplace to see places. And then if you don't see a lot of places that you like, you're like, why am I wasting my life flying back and forth doing this? Not to say that, um, you know, you, you weren't going to do it. You, you still had to do it. But it's right. just this notion of like, oh, my goodness. Where, like, is, are, are we serious here? Like, where where is everything? Um, yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, thankfully, in that respect, we have it like way easier. And, and so I certainly understand the privilege there. Uh, and, and, and like I said, we're early, and so I'm also trying to just keep myself mentally like uh, in check to a degree. I really want this place, and I feel like you know, if I if I let myself believe I'm going to get it, I'm going to be extra devastated when we don't. And so I just keep mm-hmm. telling myself, we're not going to get it. You know, you got, it's a it's a more than half court heave at the end of the at the end of the half, and if it goes in, great. If it not, well, you know, what are the chances? So
0: yeah, no, I, I absolutely understand that for sure. Yeah, so
1: hopefully there's more to uh, more to come next week. Uh, but if not, then we're we're back at it. But you know, we, we learned a lot of things throughout the offer uh, the giving offer process that we just didn't learn before. And so Carol and I were able to tighten up a few processes. Just you know, you it, it's hard to get the reps in if you're uh, if you just don't find a place you want to put an offer in. And so, this being the first yeah. one, was like, "All right, what do we learn about this stage of the process, and, and how can we be better next time?" And uh, we, uh, it just seems like we can only optimize for the steps that we have experienced and gone through so far. You can't like go ahead and be like, "Hey, when we're doing this, this or that in the future, we'll know how to do it." It's like, well, we're gonna give it our we're gonna give it our best every time we go get to that point. But you know, that that part of the that part of the game is locked off right now
0: yeah yeah i hear you man
1: yeah all right well that's that's all i have to share today um uh, if yeah. not we can certainly get out of here if there's something else
0: no not really i mean i could sit here and bore people with details of the james Harden and ben simmons trade but i'm not going to do that to anybody i know <laughs> you already know them so i don't need to tell you
1: yeah let's get out of here <laughs> let's get out of here all
0: right all right well i'm reza
1: i'm sandy thanks so much for listening see everyone next week Yeah.